Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 464 for Tuesday, August the 9th, 2016. Nice to see you. My name is Robbie Ferguson, and please help me welcome Jeff Weston. In the flesh. Welcome, sir. This week, we are going to be taking a look at something pretty cool. Yes, I'm excited. A pair of earbuds that are more than just music, more than just hands-free for your smartphone, but also... If, tell. if you have trouble hearing, they also double as hearing amplifiers. Which is exciting. You want to stick around? We're going to be taking a look at amp sound. That's going to give you a boost of up to 125 decibels in the form factor of earbuds. It's amazing. Stick around. All right. Here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. One of the largest torrent meta search engines in the world has shut down suddenly and without warning. Chip and pin debit and credit cards have been shown to be insecure. Thousands of seismic sensors monitoring geological activity are vulnerable to cyber attack. IBM's Watson Artificial Intelligence has saved a woman's life, having successfully and accurately diagnosed her rare form of leukemia. And ESET is recommending Windows 10 anniversary update uh, users disable Windows Defender. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to the show. It's so nice to have you here. Again, my name is Robbie Ferguson. And I'm Jeff Wesson. And it's nice to have you here. Ah, oh, thanks. You're never on the show. I feel like it was just like last week was the last time you were on. My wife and I founded Category 5 TV Network in 2007. That's crazy. Since 2007, I have never taken a Tuesday off. Not one. And you know what's funny? There's a few times I thought, maybe I could learn to run the camera and the computer so that I can give you a night off. And the show looks like this. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. And then the other thought was, yeah, I don't have the tech know-how. I'd be like, so, we're going to do some paper airplanes tonight. <laughs> fly drones. Yeah, yeah I could fly go. drones for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> a teeny drone. Let's see, extend just flying around That's in right. circles. Let's see if we can hover. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, last week was my first true vacation. It was, ever. Yeah since 2007 so um that's pretty awesome and, and thank you to those who uh who were willing to to grant me that we've been having some feed difficulties with our streaming provider and yes. they're aware of the problems and and they actually clarified that the problem was a uh, failed nick card network interface controller and so rather than repairing the old server what they're actually doing is they're building us a new server oh wow so the hope was is that taking last week off would grant the time to uh to fix everything up and build the new server right they're not quite there they've got it almost ready and uh i i'm told that it will be ready for tuesday that's episode that's 454 amazing. so if you experience any buffering issues tonight watching live do keep in mind this is also available on demand and if you're watching on demand you can just ignore everything i just said because it's perfectly perfect it's true but last tuesday i was uh i was driving around Minden, Ontario. We were actually heading oh. back uh, when I realized that the show was on the air because Garby and GWG were in the chat room sharing the uh, the links to the pre-recorded episode, oh, you nice. and I. Yep. And uh, Sasha, was. Uh, we all came into the studio, I think it was a Saturday, yeah. recorded the show, and then we uploaded it and put it on YouTube so, you could, it, so there was still an episode. That's so right. we still have our track record that we have never missed a Tuesday here at Category 5 Tech TV. But I got the day off. Which is awesome. So that was really, really nice. So I was driving around in Minden, Ontario, beautiful spot up uh, kind of northeast. And, uh, and we had just left a huge uh, 50s dinner, uh, f like 50s retro diner yeah. dinner. Uh, burger was like this and, we're, you know, the of kind course. that you had to crunch yes. down. Ah. And, uh, and we were just driving back. It was about uh, 7.25 or so. And yep. I realized, oh... The show's on right now, and it made my heart smile. I thought, 
That's know, good. It's so nice that everybody was still enjoying the show, even though I was taking some time off. I'm glad you got some time off, though. I am, too. It was refreshing. And uh, I had a good time flying some drones. Yes. Uh, we've been receiving a lot of drones for the Drone Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen the Drone Zone yet, uh, it is our brand new show that is just in the works. We're producing a bunch of episodes right now, but go to the dronezone.tv. Uh, I was flying the uh, FreeX MCFX-01. Uh, that's a nice looking drone. Love it. So I got the gimbal accessory installed. I got it up into the forest and did a flyby on a, a kind of a single lane dirt road and did some nice flight there just to test the gimbal and, and that's all for the drone zone. No random Wi-Fi issues taking over this time? No Wi-Fi issues, um, but I did not No, <laughs> I did not have a GPS signal uh, oh, way, okay. up, way up north. So that was kind of, so I was flying, free flying the whole time, even though the drone has GPS. How would you not have a, just too much tree cover? Too much tree cover, and you are absolutely in the middle of nowhere. So, isn't that where GPS should work? <laughs> no, Google just uh, you know Google Street View, and uh, it doesn't even go there. And oh, okay. and it, when you look at Sorry. the uh, the satellite imagery, you can zoom all the way in, and it just looks like it looks like you're looking at the top of uh, a broccoli. Awesome! Like take a broccoli, zoom in on it with your camera. And take a picture, and that's what it looks like from satellite imagery. It was it was so dense with forest, wow. so there was no there's nothing around. Uh, it was beautiful, so really enjoyed that. Um, also, a few weeks back, um, Kelsey was here, yes, and we did a we did a couple of unboxing of drones, mm-hmm. and we also had uh, Nelson Hudis from Hudis Communications who showed us and did an unboxing of the Starfleet communicator. So exciting. Genuine Bluetooth communicator. Star Trek 50th edition, licensed product, beautiful thing. If you didn't catch that episode, make sure you check out our website, category5.tv, or if you're on YouTube, click on the I up there, and uh, <laughs> that'll take you there. But um, so there's a company called Air Hogs. Yes. They happened to catch the show somehow. Someone posted it to them. Yep. And they said, whoa. These guys love drones. We do. And then they said, whoa, these guys love Star Trek. We do. And they said, oh, but they're in Canada. And they said, hmm, we have a drone that is from Star Trek that's not available in Canada yet, but maybe we can still get them one. So we're kind of the first in Canada. Yep. So I know it's available in the States. It's oh. not here yet. Uh, it's kind of working its way. You can go to cat5.tv slash fly if you want to get one. It's a true drone of the Starship Enterprise NCC1701. And we're going to be unboxing and flying this on the dronezone.tv. I am so jealous. You know, if there's time tonight, maybe we can break the seal. Still my heart. Go to cat5.tv slash fly to check it out. But I thought that was awesome of Air Hogs to send this in. Uh, it, it is Star Trek meets drones. And we've been waiting. You know, I have not been alive for 50 years, but I have been waiting 50 years for this to come out. Uh, yeah, I think just, every Trekkie. I totally agree. We, uh, we want see, to fly the Enterprise. BB-8, that little handheld, or not... The, the little guy from Star Wars. Yeah, was like the big thing last su- last right. Christmas. This, BB-8. This needs to be what did BB the big eat? thing this Christmas. So, oh. Ooh, by Christmas all means, is coming. By all means, <laughs> you can buy one of these for Robbie and one for myself. We'll oh, I got mine. Very grateful. Mm, we, we need to all yeah, pitch you need in and buy two. one for Jeff. You need two, and I, I haven't can opened have the one. box yet. It could be just an empty box. They sent me an empty cardboard box. Mm, it's got a bit of weight to it. A little bit. Maybe it's a heavier on your side. So I'm just gonna. Okay. We're excited. About that, <laughs> folks. Oh, the geek in me just had a geek gasm. Does it have its own stand that it sits on? It does for display, so that you never have to put it back in the box. So that when you're not amazing. when you're not flying around the galaxy, you can put it on, say, the shelf behind you in Studio D. Just to put that out there, might do that. Oh. I had no time. My whole vacation, I wasn't on the computer. I, How did you survive? I checked, 
it was beautiful. I forgot how they worked. Um, so tonight we're, we're you know I'm I'm figuring it all out again, folks. Back to square one. So. Do not control alt delete and power cycle in the middle of the show. Oh, this isn't Please. Windows. This isn't Windows. We'll be fine. Uh, I want to say, you know, thanks to folks like Alex who decided to, you know, while I was away, uh, take on Category 5 TV Network and become a patron, oh, uh, awesome. which you can do at cat5.tv slash Patreon. Uh, also, uh, people were using the tip jar. To nice. throw a little little change into Thank the tip jar and uh, and help us out, um, help fund the show, and the shows what we do here, and uh, also a lot of people shopping through our partner links, mm-hmm. which makes a huge difference. Uh, you can find out more at cat- category five TV. Click on support us, support the show, um, and you know those are. It was so nice to come back and realize you know, wow, you know I had a week off and people really love what we're doing. I got some emails from folks that said you know. We, I just got a Roku and I installed your channel and I love the show and I didn't realize that you also had this show and that show on the Category 5 TV network some people think that we're just tech TV but we've expanded over the past that's right. year or two so hey that's really cool appreciate that as well uh, a yeah. reminder though for our patrons yes uh, because I've encountered this because I've been really trying to make an effort to get caught up with perks okay Patreon makes it really, really tough. The API is young. It's not very sophisticated. And hopefully they'll be improving that to automate things a little bit for me. Uh, But as it is, it's a pretty manual process to get your perks out. Uh, But there are a lot of you who are supporting us with uh, in ways that you're, you're meant to get perks like stickers and um, other things that I would have to mail to you. Uh, there are some viewers who are meant to receive a birthday card, Oh, for example. So uh, it's important that I have your shipping address, uh, your birth date, if, if that applies to you. Um, so please email me. You can email me directly, uh, Robbie at Category5.tv. That goes right to my phone. Out of curiosity, who wouldn't have a birth date applied to them? Ha ha ba dum No, but if you donate at a certain perk level, then we will uh, sign and send you a birthday card. Gotcha. So, by the way, we have some birthday cards to sign and send. Good to know. But we don't All know right. your birthday. Uh, so, do I just send one every day in hopes that we nail it? We'll just assume that send when, a very merry when February 30th comes, we'll just send out the birthday cards. There you go. There you go. It's like, uh, it's like the, the Olympics. It happens once every four years. <laughs> that's, that's the 29th. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, the 30th never comes. <laughs> That's right. right. You got me there. You got uh, me there. You're still on vacation brain. I am. Yeah. I totally am still on vacation. I, I, it was only a two-hour drive, and I lost 10 hours of jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned our website uh, for purchasing items. Yes. What's the big seller this week? This week, uh, we've been selling a lot of Raspberry Pi 3 kits. So that's, uh, and that, I think, is due to our... Um, our Plex demonstration that you yes. and I did, uh, because and I, I figure that because we've sold a bunch of them, but also we're getting a lot of emails, questions about Plex. How do we do this? How do we do that? Getting a lot of comments on my blog, baldnerd.com, um, asking <laughs> you know you how do, yeah, um, so <laughs> asking you know how do I get through this step and that step? Um, so if you have questions, hey, uh, email us live at category5.tv. But uh, certainly, thank you for buying uh, your pie through us. And for what it's worth, we do have a Raspberry Pi 3 Plex question viewer, oh, viewer question tonight. So hopefully All right, we're going to touch we'll on that to a little later in the show. That hopefully. would be great. Yes. Um, you, you can get your Raspberry Pi 3 at cat5.tv slash pi. P-I, not P-I-E. Yeah. And just when you thought that was enough of the commercialism, we got to take a quick break. That's all right. <laughs> but it helps to pay for the show, folks, and everything that you love here. After the break, we're going to be talking about Amp Sound. It is a fantastic set of earbuds that are not just fantastic sound as a Bluetooth set of earbuds, but it also doubles as, well, it kind of triples. It has three options. That's it has uh, the hands-free phone mm-hmm. pro- uh, product built in, and uh, it's also got the microphone, everything all built in. You don't have to plug anything into it. It's rechargeable. It comes with the batteries. It's got everything. I'm going to show you everything, but it also has hearing amplification. So when you're not listening to music, you can look like you're listening to music with stylish earbuds, but it's going to help you hear better. So you want to stick around. That's amp sound coming up exciting. right after this. Jeff Weston. Yeah, man. You're building a brand new, beautiful website. 
What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're gonna find. Five dollars and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and you'll find us online at www.category5.tv. Jeff, let's go back in time a little bit. Okay. We met working in radio. We were on opposite yes. shifts. Yes, we were. I was, when we first met, I think I was like a co-op student in high school. Were you? I so I was the senior officer? Yeah, yeah. You were the senior officer, and I was like not even Wesley Crusher yet. I was the midday DJ. I know you wouldn't believe it with my squeaky voice, but uh, so you came in and you got the job after one of the DJs left and yes. moved on to another station. Yep. In the big city, uh, and you took over the night shift. So I you did. were doing the youth music, and that is you know, the hard rock, predominantly loud. The stuff that my band played. Yes. And uh, boy, did I crank the speakers. Yeah, how do you stay awake when you are live in a studio all by yourself? There's nobody else working in, in the studio. Well, uh, crank the speakers, and crank I also them. would go through a 12-pack of cans of Coke a show. So that's Yikes. 12 cans every five hours, five days a week. Wow. Yep. The thing about the radio station is they had a pretty sweet sound system. Yes. So when you cranked it up, it was your own personal rock concert. It's true. Not yeah. to mention the rock concerts. Not to mention the rock concerts that you emceed. Yeah. That you were in the front row. Some backstage, standing in front of the speaker. Yeah. So needless to say, I do have some nerve damage and hearing loss as a result. Now, is this diagnosed or is this self-diagnosed? Uh, and was, you can self-diagnose hearing loss. It was self-diagnosed when my wife kept saying, why are you not answering me? And I was like, I, I said, didn't hear what? you. And, and I'm like, maybe I should get my ears checked. She's like, you're young. They should be fine. Mm. So I got them checked. And sure enough, I actually okay. have um, hearing loss from moderate to uh, severe. or Sorry, mild to moderate. Uh, do you know how many decibels? Do they tell you that? Uh, they did, but I don't have the report in front okay. of me, so I couldn't remember. All I know is that the range, um, in, in the mid-tonal range, uh, I've got upwards of 50% loss. Mm. Wow. So, uh, And it's amazing that you know when you look at statistics, it's a huge number of folks yeah. that are like you um, have hearing loss. Some undiagnosed, but you know that it's true because mm -hmm. you know you have trouble hearing out of one ear or two, uh, both ears. Yep, and uh, that could be from loud music, or it could be from work-related incidents, or it could just be from you know it happens with age, life. Yep, yep. But um, it's not always an option to go out and get some hearing aids. No, it's not, and they're very expensive. They are, and you've got you've got the assessment. Mm -hmm. You've got the medical consultation, the medical referral. You've got the molds of your ears to be done. You've got the tweaking of the hearing aids. And it's not usually covered. That's right. Unless you've got a good benefit plan, um, you're paying a lot of money. Actually, I, I have um, the Belltone Bluetooth uh, okay. hearing aids. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a recent software update, and so I says to go update oh. them. So... Even though they're fantastic hearing aids, oh, don't get us wrong. Incredible. But you, you have to actually go to the hearing specialist in yeah. order to have the firmware updated. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So that's a $1,500 bill. <sighs> okay. What if I 
told you we're not going to call them hearing aids. We're going to call them uh, we're going to call them hearing amplifiers. Yes. But really, I mean, what's a hearing aid? It's going to help you hear. Absolutely. So, what if I told you we could get you hearing amplifiers for ninety nine bucks? I'm sold. <laughs> it's not a sales pitch, folks. It's a product review. We've got Jabiz. Uh, these are the brand new Amp Sound uh, earbuds. Yes. So we're going to give you the full overview of what these look like now. I was able to get my hands on a prototype. They are not yet available. They're coming out in two months' time. And they're right. currently raising the funds in order to mass produce these. Okay? So you can get there through Indiegogo. We've got a link at cat5.tv slash amp sound. And if you've got hearing loss, we're going to learn all about them tonight. But uh, this is a great product for you. It looks awesome. It's a great little case. I say that. I, I say that tongue-in-cheek, but their design is amazing. Oh, you noticed. I, yeah. Okay. It has USB. We haven't even opened it. I haven't even opened it yet. It looks like just a, like a normal case. No, they, they are all about really sleek design. Okay. And that is part of what this product is about. So without the medical evaluation, you don't need any of that stuff. You don't need right. to get any ear molds done. You don't have to get any consultations or anything. Just you know that you've got some hearing loss. You can pick these up today. It's amazing. For 99 bucks on Indiegogo. All right, let's get into the package. Let's. What is so, uh, you know, the first impression that I get from this packaging is wow. Okay. Ooh, that's really well designed. It's a carrying case, but you notice, okay, here's, here are the earphones. Okay. There are these, uh, these battery capsules that are, in fact, charging inside the 3,000 no. milliamp hour case right now. So the case is a charging pack, and that, the, hence the USB on the outside. The case charges the capsules for the hearing aids, the hearing yep. a, uh, amplifiers, but it also has a USB port so that if you want to also charge your phone, because you might be using them to listen to okay. music or something yep. like that, um, then you can also plug that in. Now, if you're just charging the hearing uh, amplifiers, the Bluetooth end of it, uh, you're going to get at least 21 charges on a single charge. So you charge the case first. Wow. And then you can charge your, your hearing apps for 21, 21 times minimum. Now, is that 21? So, like, both, both amps are done 21 times? Yeah. Or 21 between the... Uh, good point. Okay. Not sure. Uh, we'll say at least 11 times <laughs> for two. No, I think I'm, it is I'm for both. I think it is for both. It would make sense for both because you yes. can't split. I mean, if they're like, it's oh, an it's interesting point, times. though. Because, yeah. uh, okay, first of all, hearing aids, you go through a ton of batteries. Yes. And one of the problems with hearing aids is the batteries are not rechargeable. Right. You're constantly buying batteries. Yes. That also means you're constantly disposing of batteries. This comes with these rechargeable capsules, okay? So let's, uh, let's get one out, and they just uh, they unscrew. Okay. And there you have it. So there's the capsule itself. And interesting that you would mention, you know, is it one or two? You can actually charge one at a time. Oh, okay. And so if, for example, let's say your hearing loss is quite bad, yep. and you really need these, and you rely on them to be able to hear well, and, one of the, and, and the battery is getting low, you can charge one and continue to use them with only one battery so you, in Okay, place. so you still have some sort of amplification. Absolutely you do. So those are the capsules. So the capsules uh, charge directly within the case. Now that I've removed them, you can kind of see how that works. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like that. You can push the button to see my battery level. Now, I just received these today. Uh, they were rushed to us. Uh, and again, it is a prototype. So the charge, I got as much of a charge as I could. Okay. Uh, but I mentioned as well... So there's our capsules. I mentioned that we don't have to go through the process of getting this thing fitted to our head or anything. You'll notice that wow. it comes with a ton of different sized little earbuds. Well, yeah, they're little earbuds, like you would expect. They're really high quality, though. And uh, these will fit on here to, to basically fit this to your ear. Right. Okay? So you don't have to go through a molding process. It's, it's just simply, hey, you get this out of the box... It's ready for you, and if it doesn't quite fit, you can actually change this. Yeah. That's awesome. So the other thing is, um, you think about your hearing loss, mm -hmm. and a lot of people have a little more hearing loss in one ear versus the other. Correct. I'm not sure how yours is. Uh, mine is like that. My right ear is Isn't significantly there's worse a lot than my of, left. There's a lot of these little fittings. I'm wow. surprised. Yeah. Um, so uh, along the vein of... Uh, 
your, your hearing loss in one ear more than the other, you would normally, once again, have to go to your hearing specialist, get them to adjust it. Right. It's not quite right. Go back a week later, get them to adjust it again. And it's this process of tweaking it so that you can hear um, kind of equally from both ears. Right. The, the amp sound from, uh, from Jabiz, you can actually modify the amplification on a per side basis yourself. Oh. Okay. So again, you don't have to go. You are your own hearing specialist. That's amazing. That is not an official statement, <laughs> but it comes with a little itty bitty screwdriver. There that, you go. That it's, is so it, cute. That is like a Lego screwdriver. It's so adorable. <laughs> Look at this. But they thought of it all, right? So with the wow. batteries out, there each uh, each side actually has this itty bitty hole, and you can just put that in there and give it just an ever so slight adjustment, and that is basically oh, a, that's your a per channel volume. Okay. So you you give it just a little quarter turn, put them on, listen to it for a little while, see how they sound, see how they feel. And then take them off, give it another quarter turn, and just do it that way until you've got that good balance. Awesome. Works really well. Okay, so I love that. So let's install the batteries. Uh, You're going to be doing this yourself. So first of all, left and right, these are labeled. The batteries are labeled, but you need to know that the right is uh, basically the one that has the, uh, the volume control, the controls itself. So I just put that on there and give it a little turn. See if I can get it. There we go. There. And now the left one. So there's two cells. There we go. So we've got our charged uh, earbuds. Awesome. And they look look and behave just like any other Bluetooth earbuds. Absolutely they do. Okay. So. Should we fire it up? Absolutely. I I think you need to try this because you're, you're the guy. Okay. I'd like to know your impression of them because you're you're the one who experiences who goes through life with hearing loss. Sure. So the the question really becomes, okay, hearing aids are very expensive. These yes. are on Indiegogo for ninety nine bucks right now. Are they effective? Do they help you to be able to hear? And at the same time, they look stylish because they look just like any other earbuds. Right. Plus, they allow you to listen to music, answer the phone. They connect to two different phones at once if you want two different Bluetooth devices. Oh, really? So you could be watching TV. But also have with your phone these, hooked up. then have your phone hooked up. So when the phone rings, all of a sudden the TV goes off and you can answer the phone, for example. So it, okay. it supports that. Now, where is the amp? Like, where's the speaker for the amplifier? Is it is it in the volume control? It's actually in the no, uh, the oh the the volume control itself. No, no, or no the like, actual speaker. So like, if I'm magnet? just if I, if I've got them in and I'm not listening to any music, I'm just you know sitting in a mall. Oh, the you microphone. Know, you yeah, mean? where's the? Is it? In? There are actually two microphones. Okay. Uh, within this piece here, so uh, it looks like one on the front okay. and one on the back. These little holes. So it it's designed so that it will work out um, you know the best uh, noise reduction. Okay. With those two microphones. So uh, it gives you the best uh, quality sound possible with the best amplification. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to turn it on, turn on the amplification mode, then put them in your ears, and you can adjust the volume and see how they work, how they feel. Excellent. Um, Other than that, I mean, it's crystal clear, but um, we got to look at the sound quality as well. Of course. Let's let's take a look at that. They're Bluetooth 4.1. They are. And they have uh, this new, um, what's it called, AptX. I yeah, the, the ABTX. It, yeah, yeah. It, it basically, it, it's a technology that is implemented into Bluetooth 4.1 devices that allows such good sound quality from your Bluetooth connection that it, you wouldn't know the difference between wired, hardwired, and Bluetooth. Right, okay. So fantastic for listening to music and everything like that. So, Okay, so let's fire these up, Jeff. All right. So first of all, there's a power switch right here, which I'm just going to flip. And you'll see that it goes into, it's looking for Bluetooth or something oh, like that. I should turn Bluetooth on on my phone. Oh, there you go. There's an idea that, for you. Brand new S. Do you have any music on there? I do have music. Fantastic. Okay, before we get, before I actually connect it to your... Look at that amp sound. Is it already got it? It's already got oh, it. Oh, well, let's put it on camera so that they can see it's already Pairing. got, it's Look already that. paired to amp sound. Can you Just see that, like folks? Ah, it's oh. gone. Oh, but in in less time than we could get it on camera for you, it was already paired. Yeah, so there's so you, no passcode, like nothing no, like just, that. It, it just, was 
Boom. Connects right in. Okay, so I want to hold in this mode button on the side for about two seconds, and that mode button is going to put it into hearing uh, amplification mode. One, two. And now already I can hear... It's, oh, it's, it's in, up off the mic. It's in hearing, basically hearing aid mode. See that? <laughs> no way. Okay, so... N- Notice I did that without these in your ears. Right. You always want to turn on the amplifier outside of your ears. Because that would be loud. Yeah. Turn it down. Yeah. Okay. Volume is on the side here. It's just, you know, standard, but uh, volume up and down. And hello. 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 So I've turned that down a little bit. Check, check, check. Yeah. It works great. So this is left, left. and right. And that would go around and the back right. of your head. All right. So I've turned that down so it's a safe, safe volume. But then you can use that volume control to turn it up. Oh, wow. So. Check. Check. You know, one of the things when when you have hearing loss that, you know, things that you take for granted, but stuff like rustling of plastic or rustling of paper. Yeah, you're right. Children dropping things in the studio. You know, all those things you'd never hear. Yeah, it's true. I think the earbuds are a little bit big, but... You've got, you've got funny ears. I do have funny We've ears. We've encountered that before. Yes. So we, we, you will need to fit it with the fittings that are here. And that's fine because they, it comes with so many of them. Sound? Yeah. Uh, you haven't turned it up or anything? It's just... No, everything's the same. I, I can hear the AC running or whatever the venting system is doing yeah. right now. Can you hear that, that better than? So you, I turned it like right down. Yeah. How's it sound? It's good. It's good. It, I mean, it's an amplifier. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a slightly digitalness to it, but you're going to get that with any sort mics, of amplification yeah. system. Mm-hmm. So, but no, this is great. I mean. Cool. All right. So you've synced it. So that, that, that's really all there is to that. Well, you've got the volume simple. control. Fantastic. Now you've synced it to your phone. Yes. It's connected to Bluetooth. Yes. So now that mode button on the side there. Yes. You want to tap it twice. I'm That's. Gonna, I think yeah, I'm you gonna, can unplug it. Here, bring it back gonna, on camera. I'm going to bring it up front just so we can sure. see. Okay. So in order to exit, basically to exit our sound amplification mode, we just tap this mode button twice. One, two. Okay. And now you just give a listen and yeah, it, uh, it did turn off. So now we're in Bluetooth mode. Okay. So it should be, you know, if you put on some music. Yeah. So it immediately started playing. Is it playing? Yep. So you should put those in and crank it up. And and actually, this is your right ear. And just, we've worked with Bluetooth earbuds before. Caught on the mic. You can wear it like a beard if you want. (laughs) Uh, we've worked with Bluetooth earbuds before, and they, uh, you know, from earbud to earbud, a lot of them have good sound quality. Some of them don't have great sound quality. How's the sound from those? He can't hear me. He turned off the sound really amplifier. Good. Yeah? That's great sound. It's great. It's amp sound. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I know. enjoying music right now. I know. That's Amp Sound. You can find out more at cat5.tv slash Amp Sound. Let's make sure that you know everything about this thing. Uh, and I really wanted to show you these because you know that we have, uh, you know, we have a passion here for helping people with technology. So technology is an exciting thing if it's used, you know, to me, if it's used to help people. We love that. Jeff mentioned Belltone first, and Belltone is a fantastic company yes. that builds, uh, they create, manufacture exceptional hearing devices. But they're quite expensive and you might not be at the point where you can get into that kind of thing so seeing something like this that's available for 100 bucks right now on indiegogo um, is really really awesome we work with the deaf community here in barry ontario and uh hillary uh, rumble is a co-host here and she actually signs uh for the hearing uh, the hearing impaired uh people at a camp and uh so you know we we really have our hand in that and and we really have a passion for helping people and so I wanted to bring these up to you because I think it's a really great thing for you to support. And also, if you do have hearing loss, make sure you pick up a pair. Uh, what have we not mentioned, Jeff? I mean, they're... 16 levels of personalized sound amplification. And I mentioned that it goes up to about 125 with yep. about, you know, a, about a 5 decibel variance. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you can hear that when you first turn them on. I mean, it was, sure, yeah. it was rocking. Absolutely. And when you turn it, uh, when you're listening on, on average, it's going to be about 50, 56, 58 decibels right. uh, improvement over your regular hearing. So it makes a huge difference uh, without actually going into being a hearing aid 
you know, a medical instrument. Uh, it's something that, you know, it looks fashionable. Absolutely does. And it's, uh, it's going to work really, really well for you, I think. Uh, I should mention that um, it's, if you do have hearing loss and you've had it assessed, these, uh, these amp sound earbuds are meant for hearing loss uh, down to about 100 decibels. So okay. if your hearing loss is beyond 100 decibels, these may not be the thing for you. Uh, but I think that covers a, a very large spectrum, especially yeah. you know for those who just want something comfortable to to put on once in a while uh, to be able to hear better. At the very least, even as Bluetooth wireless headphones, that's they're great. They're amazing. They're great. Did I mention the rechargeable battery cells? Yes, that's cool. I really like the design. That is very exciting. Um, and uh, you know, we joke about <laughs> we joke about stuff like you know Christmas lists and everything. But yeah. uh, I've got people in the family that are, have hearing loss, um, undiagnosed, but you know that it's there. Yes. And something like this is much more comfortable, much more accessible than a hearing aid. It's something that you can you can get as a gift, mm-hmm. and it would make a really great gift. So check out cat5.tv/ampsound and find out more about these but also uh, through that link if you support them right away there are a limited edition uh, limited number of them available mm-hmm. uh, for only $99 so yep. you can I don't think I've ever seen a hearing aid for under 400 no so no, usually and that's like entry level so yeah. and these have got the bluetooth and everything else and because I, I I love the fact that you can tweak it yourself which is awesome I think it's perfect um, indiegogo campaigns are sometimes iffy Sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes we don't necessarily want to go out and support Indiegogo campaigns because what happens if they fold or they don't raise the funds, but then they still take your money? Yes. Uh, so I did want to touch on Jabiz is a, you know, they are a known company with a great product line. They're doing this in order to be able to ma- mass manufacture something that they believe, too, is a fantastic product for uh, those who perhaps can't afford hearing aids. Yes. Um, those who are in countries that simply, you know, they don't have access to that technology. And boom, here you go. We've got a rechargeable uh, pack. Amazing. That, you know, we can charge this once a week and take it and you've got your hearing uh, um, apparatus all ready for you. Um, so they're, you know, they're a good company that uh, is, uh, they have a whole product line. They're reputable. And uh, as you can see, even their prototype is, is really, it's, very it's, it's really design. far along. That's one of the ways that I can judge, uh, you know, the quality of the prototype really tells me that this is, uh, this is a good good product they're serious about this and they're ready to go into manufacturing so they're coming out in two months so get on over to cat5.tv slash amp sound to find out more about it support it get yours uh in a couple months time when they actually start shipping and uh i think you'll you'll be pleased with those i am i wish you could hear them it's one of those things that i can't to review earbuds yes how do i how do i yeah (laughs) can you hear me now (laughs) well they work and they do. They're yes. really well done, really well thought out. Yeah, no, and that's I great. Love, I love that. Love it. That's cool. awesome. Man. Good job. Jobbies has done it again with uh, amp sound. Well done. Indeed. Well, should we? Uh, yes. Cover the news. Yes. All right. Yes, we should. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's Tuesday, August 9th, twenty sixteen, and here are the stories that we're covering this week. One of the largest torrent meta search engines in the world has suddenly shut down and without warning. Chip and pin debit and credit cards have been shown to be insecure. Thousands of seismic sensors monitoring geological activity are vulnerable to cyber attack. IBM's Watson Artificial Intelligence has saved a woman's life after having successfully and accurately diagnosed her rare form of leukemia. And ESET is recommending Windows 10 Anniversary Update users disable Windows Defender. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category5.tv network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.tv slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because... Cat5.tv slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about computer? 
consumer electronics. Those make a great gift. Absolutely. From high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah. I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cap5.tv slash gear best. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, now that the winter has passed, flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, But of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash GearBest. That's right. Happy shopping. I'm Jeff Weston, and here are the top stories from the Category 5.tv newsroom. Torrents.eu, one of the world's largest torrent sites, has announced farewell to its millions of users. The meta search engine, which hosted no torrents of its own, but linked to other sites, including the Pirate Bay, has decided to cease its operation. The surprise shutdown marks the end of an era. Founded in 2003, Torrents has been a stable factor in the Torrent community for over 13 years. With millions of visitors per day, the site grew uh, to become one of the most trusted Torrent sites. But now, this reign ends as the popular MetaSearch engine has announced its shutdown. On Friday, and without warning, Torrents disabled its search functionality, and at first sight, the main page looks normal, but those who try to find the links to to Torrents will notice that they're no longer there. Instead, the site is now referring to itself in the past tense, suggesting that after more than a decade, the end has arrived. Torrents was a free, fast, and powerful meta search engine, combining results from dozens of search engines, the text reads. The site's user uh, has no longer, uh, is no longer available to log in either. Instead, they see the following message. Torrents will always love you. Farewell. Torrents itself never hosted any torrent files, but did have a takedown procedure in place allowing copyright holders to take down infringing links. Now, not all right, sh- right holders were happy with the site, though. Both the RIAA and the MPAA have reported the site to U.S. government in recent years, which repeatedly placed it in the annual out-of-cycle review of notorious markets. Now, with torrents.eu and Kickass Torrents both shutting down, the torrent community lost two of the largest sites in a period of three weeks. Something tells me the whole Kickass Torrents getting shut down may be the reason why torrents.eu has said, I'm out of here. I think they're packing it in. I think so. I think it's, they just don't want to get caught. And not that they're doing anything wrong. They're just providing links, but yeah. they're getting caught up in the anti-torrent movement. They've been they really careful. Been. Uh, you mentioned that um, that they have never hosted torrents. And in right. fact, when they first launched, I remember that they did host oh, did torrents. They? And then they realized, whoa, we need to stop rework this because we don't want to be breaking the law. Right. Yeah, we would rather fall into the gray than the black. <laughs> That's right. So they changed it. So right. and that happened very very quickly. So it's not inaccurate, but yeah, they did at one point. Yeah, actually host torrents, but um, yeah, it's a it is a gray area, and it's a tough thing when you know these great sites. And uh, from our screenshot, even I mean, uh, you could download things like. Linux distributions. Well, exactly. And that's what I use torrents for a lot of the times is, is, is getting some of that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's sad to see that torrents 
is gone. I, mean, I would I use love it all the time. I would love so much to have category five season by season available as torrents. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be neat? What would you think of that? Would you like that? That would be amazing. That'd be cool. That'd be a massive file. <laughs> be a lot of files. All in one Could magnet link one or something. Year, like fifty two episodes that are at least an hour each. That would Do be the a- math. Jeff, how much would that take on your hard drive? Well, how big is the average video file? The average show these days, now if you were watching in 1080p HD, yep. let's see if I can find a calculator on this here, BlackBerry Z10. Ah, Do they okay. disable the, black, the calendar? No, it's just <laughs> such a mess. Uh, I think we're probably falling about 1,300 megabytes, 1.3 gigabytes. Uh, times yeah times 51 so you'd be looking at uh, 66 300 divided by 1024 uh, 64 gigabytes almost 65 gigabytes per season times 9 so yeah times 9 seasons like well the early seasons weren't in 1080p but that's yeah true. you'd be looking at 500 gigs anyway 500 gigs half a terabyte of tech goodness. You should see our file storage online. Like, because we're hosted on S3. So right. we host the All HD that. 1080p, the HD 720, the SD 580, the SD 360, the LD. And the MP3, all on the same hosting package. <laughs> that is one big hosting So you package. think you need a lot of space for your backups? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Credit card companies, for the most part, have moved away from swipe and signature credit cards to chip and PIN cards. Uh, but by this point, the technology is supposed to provide consumers with an added layer of security. And it's beginning uh, to show some wear, according to researchers. Near Voltman and Patrick Watson, researchers for NRC Corporation, staged a series of malicious transactions in a talk at Black Hat last week, demonstrating that they could capture Track 2 data and bypass chip and pin protections. Now, the standard's intent is to prevent the duplication of cards and crack down on stolen card usage, but it doesn't prevent that card data from being used or modified elsewhere. In their first demonstration, the duo used a Raspberry Pi to capture Track 2 data packets in real time. Via a passive, man-in-the-middle compromise, they picked up two interactions from data entered into a pin pad running flawed production software that's currently in use at at least one unspecified vendor. Now, while the researchers claimed that they had spoken with the vendor and asked them to implement TLS connections, they were told that it couldn't be done as they ran old hardware. Oh. The two also showed how chip and pin cards cards aren't immune to hacks. The garbled data can be transformed into readable bits and data. Attackers could compromise a pin pad by injecting a form and quickly change it back to a customized welcome message. Voltman warns, therefore, that consumers should never re-enter their pin as it's a telltale giveaway that a pin pad may have been compromised. How many times have you used your pin and you've had to re-enter it because you've hit the wrong button. Well, that's my fault. So I know. Right. Right? So, but if you enter your pin and then it immediately goes back and resets to the enter your pin prompt. So that's, okay, that's what they're talking about. Because, I, I mean, the amount of like times. like one is a phishing scam and then the next one's the real one. Right. Man. See, nothing is safe. Nothing. Nothing is safe. We're all doomed. So, I mean, it's harder to duplicate the cards, but, I mean, if you can use a Raspberry Pi to take all that information. You can use a Raspberry Pi for anything. It's pretty true. You want to be a hacker? Go to (laughs) cat5.tv slash pi. You will instantly be a hacker. Oh, good times. And thank you. I wonder how that's going to apply with, uh, you know, like the tap. The tap. Yeah, because you don't Oh, even oh, the tap chip thing. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if the same vulnerabilities apply with the tap. Because it's the machine itself. Mm-hmm. You don't need pin codes for that. So I wonder if there's a vulnerability there. Hmm. You never know. You never know, folks. You never know. Until the next news story. Oh. Or not. Thousands of seismic sensors monitoring geological activity are vulnerable to cyber attack. 
The poor security controls around the way the sensors transmit data were detailed in a presentation at DEF CON Hacker Convention. Researchers found ways to fool and overload sensors so that monitoring systems would get widely inaccurate readings. Now, the findings have been reported to the U.S. Computer Emergency Organization that oversees the national infrastructure. And Burton Bonalla is a security expert based in Costa Rica who, with colleague James Jara, carried out the research. Mr. Benalla said that the network of sensors came to light during a different project that tried to find and map smart devices connected to the net to create a search engine for the Internet of Things. I love the Internet of Things. The devices stood out because of the distinctive fingerprints of data that surrendered to scanning software and because of their location. Now, he said, these devices are located in extreme environments like the middle of the ocean and around active volcanoes. Closer scrutiny revealed that it was easy to connect to the sensors, each of which costs three or $30,000 and see, uh, see the data that they were gathering and transmitting. Tracing links to central servers that collect the data revealed a series of flaws, including common default passwords that could be exploited by attackers to take control of the network. Now, they were even able to establish a root shell, the highest level of privilege on the system. Mr. Benella said that the risks were associated with the network and sensors uh, were too low, but the easy access might be of interest to particular types of hackers. He detailed that these devices measure natural disasters. Abusing them could lead to financial sabotage for a specific company or country. Nanometrics, the company that makes the sensor system that was probed, uh, disputed the researchers' findings, saying, we have always recommended to our customers that they change the factory default passwords. And when using the systems on real-time communication networks, they limit access to known IP addresses and use VPN software. Wow. If there's one thing I have learned, it's that when you tell people to do something, chances are they're not going to do it. You'd like to think the government employees follow, they RTFM. They do what it says in the manual. You'd think when so. You, when you install a router in your, this happens with internet service providers, thinking about home users. Yes. You get a new modem from your ISP. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You plug it in, you turn it on, you've got internet. Yes. Yep. It has default passwords. Other folks out there on the internet can connect to it and access your stuff. Yes. So that's a home user, and it is true, and it happens. That is not a conspiracy theory. That is truth. Change your bloomin' passwords. I've done it. I've, I've moved into areas, see all these unsecure Wi-Fi from all the houses around. Oh, sure. And I'm like, oh. Really? Oh, but so, I'd like my, I share it with my neighbor. Right. So, but well, here, okay. So you pull up. So I pull up their Wi-Fi, and I have access. Because he's a hacker. No, I'm just snooping. <laughs> average good, so average I, I have access to all their files. But then on top of that, I decide to type in their default router pa- sure, yeah. password for the admin access. Usually Most admin them, password. That's you right. You can Google it. You can go to the login form, and it'll say WRT54G. Right. Google. Default password, WRT54G. Admin password. Okay, let's try it. Yeah. And I'm in. And I've gone in, and I'm like, oh, look, I have access to your router, so I could lock you out i'm just like sure ah, but a but, smart hacker or prying person would not lock out the user but instead would install sniffing software to be able to gain their credit card information absolutely or copy all their personal files onto a hard drive or whatever and all of this is just home networks not to mention we're talking about seismic reading technology and they didn't rtfm and they didn't <sighs> change the password. So the news comes out, and we, we purposefully ended the story with the truth. Yes. The news comes out that these things are all susceptible to hackers. They're all easily exploited because they're all a bunch of routers with admin password. Yep. Well, it's not the devices per se, but the people who installed the devices didn't read the manual. Yep. Didn't do what they were told, which is... Do not deploy these with the default password. That's there so that you can connect to it, set it up, add your own secure password, strong password, set it up behind a, a tunnel yep. so that it's, it's SSL encrypted, 
Make sure your keys are up to date. See, and, it can't fall on. It can't, it's got to fall on the user. Come on. And and the one part in the the news story that talked about you know this could be particularly interesting for attacks or profit mm-hmm. making. Like I think of things like um, you know the the San Andreas fault. Like imagine if those sensors were hacked. Somebody didn't change the password, and somebody decided I'm just going to have a little bit of fun and set those suckers off to say that sure. there's a you know. 10 on the Richter scale earthquake you, you happened would, in And then all of a sudden, emergency services are deployed, oh. government funds are being sunk into something that doesn't exist. So yeah. there's that end of it. Yeah. You yeah. could have bankruptcies happening from that, and then something real happens, and guess what? Now we've, we've got all our resources over here. Well, exactly. Maybe that's the plan. Or it's like a diversion tactic. Hey, yeah, set sure. off it over that's here, I mean. yeah. but now we attack on the East Coast. Everything's hunky-dory on the East Coast. No seismic activity over there. But my, you know, money be damned. I mean, it's well, yeah. it's virtual. It doesn't even exist. But truth is, what happens if it was used to to hurt human life? You know, That's a very real thing. Tech, tech is a wonderful thing, but we really do mess it up as a human race. Some of us do. Some but then again, sometimes we can use it to save lives. Sure. Just like IBM. Now, IBM's Watson has done everything from winning at Jeopardy, which was so <laughs> fun to watch, to cooking exotic meals. I would be interested to try those meals. But it appears to have accomplished its greatest feat yet, saving a life. University of Tokyo doctors report that the artificial intelligence diagnosed a 60-year-old woman's rare form of leukemia that had been incorrectly identified months earlier. The analytical machine took just 10 minutes to compare the patient's genetic changes with a database of 20 million cancer research papers, delivering an accurate diagnosis and leading to proper treatment that had proven elusive. Now, Watson has also identified another rare form of leukemia in another patient, the university says. It's likely, uh, to take, uh, it's likely to take a long while before Watson and other, other AI systems are regularly providing advice at hospitals. But we can imagine a future where human doctors won't have to spend ages sifting through research to identify an obscure disease. They just plug in the right data and start the healing process. I think of the news month and a half ago that came out about the, um, the robot. Pepper. Uh, Pepper. Yeah. Imagine in, like putting Watson into Pepper. Sure. Now you no longer have a hospital greeting robot. You now have a diagnosing mm-hmm. robot. Like, you walk in and you go, Pepper, I feel horrible. Tell me how you feel. Well, here's what's changed in my health. My goodness, you have leukemia. <laughs> We'd like you to go to Bay 1. <laughs> you deduce that from me saying hi? <laughs> like... If you want, if you listen to stuff you should know, they talked about triage and how that works and everything. Right. So it makes me think about you know maybe a triage robot uh, would be of interest. And you think, oh well, Watson is this massive supercomputer artificial intelligence. They can't put that into Pepper. Hold on, Internet of Things. That's right. Okay, cloud. So it's not about training, teaching, downloading all the information into Pepper, but rather connecting Pepper to a Watson supercomputer backend. Think about uh, Amazon Echo. Yes. It's not all in Echo. No, Echo is just a simple little device. Watch that, Luke. Sorry. Uh, but um, it's connected to the Amazon cloud servers. Mm-hmm. And that then feeds Echo with all the information. Luke, sorry, can you yeah. sit up, buddy? Uh, you're kicking the camera, dude. L- <laughs> sorry, folks. Is the camera off? No, the camera is on. Boop. Don't worry. It's almost okay. end of show. All right. Uh, yeah. That's my thought anyways. You know, and, it, and it's interesting thinking of movies like Big Hero 6 with Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, why couldn't that eventually, not to that end, but why couldn't that idea sure. take place? Everybody, as my daughter calls them, the squishy. Everybody just needs oh, a personal so squishy. squishy. Just we'll want call to them cuddle them. Just want to cuddle them. <laughs> there you go. Last week, Microsoft issued the Windows 10 anniversary update, which includes changes to the manner in which security status is presented to home users. The change does not affect enterprise users. Now, on the home versions, Windows Defender now displays a user's protection status as 
off if any non-Microsoft antivirus protection, including ESET, is in use. Additionally, Windows 10 Defender advises the user to remove their non-Microsoft antivirus protection. Now, in a statement to ESET uh, partners, ESET has recommended against the removal of ESET security products. This goes for other anti-malware products as well. ESET will not issue a proactive market-facing statement at the time, but recommends disabling Windows Defender product and notifications. And they've whipped together a page for Windows 10 users affected with the warning outlining why users should not uninstall their anti-malware product. On the page, users are presented with the following warning. Despite what Windows Defender might suggest, ESET is still protecting you and removing it. Uh, and removing it will make you more uh, secure. Will not. Will make, not make yeah. you more secure. Sorry. <laughs> Get that one right. I had to. Uh, to hear more, uh, to read more, visit cat5.tv slash ESET. Big thanks this week to Roy Nummy, W. Nash, and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us. If you found a news story you'd like to send, email it to newsroom at category5.tv. For all your tech news with a slight Linux bias, visit the category5.tv newsroom at newsroom.category5.tv. For the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Jeff Weston. Thank you, Jeff. I am on cottage time still, folks, and I know there are some things that we didn't get to uh, tonight. Uh, yes. First of all, we want to be looking at how to restore our LVM backup. We're going to yes. be looking at that on episode number 465 rather than this evening because we're out of time. And uh, also, we've got some viewer questions. Are you here next week? I think I am here next week. There were some viewer questions, comments. You mentioned uh, one about Plex on a Raspberry yes. Pi 3. We've got your questions. Sorry we didn't get to it tonight, folks, but uh, I hope that you'll join us again next week, and uh, it will be right here. Indeed. Category5.tv. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, if you like, at Robbie Ferguson, or the show is at Category5TV, and uh, I always post just before the show so you know what's going on and how to get to us, uh, but check us out at Category5.tv. But That's all the time that we have this week, folks. All right. Good to be back. It's good to have you back. Thanks, man. Having two weeks off, I was like... It was pretty awesome. See you, folks. Have a good one.